Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Clive Urquhart. Let's give ourselves to Him. Let's surrender everything of who we are to Him. This year, our perceptions, our thoughts, our desires, frustrations, maybe anger, worry, fear, uncertainty. Let's just surrender ourselves, give ourselves to Him. All of those things that cause negativity in our lives, let's just give them to Him right at the beginning of this year. In the context of us exalting Him and worshipping Him. Just give Him your own life, first of all. Just present yourself before Him. Father, I'm here. I'm yours. And I want you to be Lord in my life in 2021. I want you to be Lord of my thoughts, Lord of my understanding. I want you to be the the desire of my heart, the longing of my heart to know you more than anything else. To know you in a way I've never known you before. To walk humbly and closely with you. If you're married, maybe just give him your marriage. If you've got family, whether immediately in your home or or wider family, just give him your family, your wider household. Just bring everything under his lordship at the beginning of this year. Present yourself, your marriage, your family, your household. It's like just present who you are, what you have before him and say, Father, I'm yours, I belong to you. What I have is yours, we belong to you. Holy Spirit, just invite the Holy Spirit now just to come and fill what belongs to him at the beginning of this year. Father, I wanna start by having my heart and life wide open to you so that you can come and fill me, fill my home, my household, with your spirit in a fresh way, with your presence. Holy Spirit, I want to be led by you this year. I don't want to be led by my emotions. I don't want to be led by circumstances. I don't want to be led by somebody else's opinion. I don't want to be led by the culture. 
I don't want to be led by the news. I don't want to be led by social media. I don't want to be led by anybody else in the sense of their opinions and agenda or anything else. Holy Spirit, I want to be led by you this year. I want to walk in your paths, in your ancient paths this year. I want to walk in your ways this year. I thank you for the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ at the outset of 2021. Father, I want your perception because your perception has a stronger reality to, it, reality to it than my perception. And so I surrender all my own perceptions to you, to your word, to your thoughts, to your mind, to your ways. Because I want to walk in your ways this year by your spirit, stable, firm, on solid ground, so that circumstances don't move me. The news reports don't move me. Other people's opinions don't move me. I wanna be moved by you and your heart this year, by your spirit. Father, would you take hold of us afresh as a church? Would you take hold of every one of us? As a body, would you take hold of us at the beginning of this year? Would you be Lord in Kingdom Faith Church? Would you be Lord in every congregation? Would you be Lord in every small group? Would you be Lord in our conversations, our interactions, everything that you set us to move towards this year? Would you be Lord in every way, Lord of every prayer time, Lord of every uh, testimony, Lord of reaching out with the gospel, Lord of every conversation, Lord of everything that takes place this year. Father, we know when you are Lord, your presence is there. When you are Lord, your spirit is free to move and do what you want to do. Where you are Lord, things happen. And so we surrender to your Lordship in every way, Jesus. And Father, I thank you that you minister to people right now that need you to minister into the, into the moment that they're in in, in, in their life at this, this moment. I thank you, minister, peace and comfort, strength. I thank you for some, you minister joy and release to rise above the circumstances, to rise above some of the feelings, to rise above what is taking place. And Jesus, we choose to exalt you we choose to praise you. We choose to glorify you because you are worthy in season and out of season. You are worthy in the storms. You are worthy when everything seems to just be flowing and moving. You are worthy. Praise forevermore. Praise forevermore. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you, minister peace into people's hearts and lives. Peace that goes beyond our understanding, that goes beyond our own insights and what we see in the natural. I thank you for your grace that enables us to endure, that enables us to continue to stand. Your grace that enables us to persevere through the challenge of this current situation. We thank you that as your grace enables us, you strengthen us by your spirit. You enable us to stand. You enable us to daily come through this situation. You enable us to be positive. You enable us to be those that bring hope. And Jesus, we thank you for the different vaccines that are coming out and what they're going to do. But our hope is not in vaccines. Our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. Our joy is in you. Our confidence is in you. Because you are the same yesterday, today and forever. You are always the same. You are everlasting. And we thank you that when our lives are seated in you, we're rooted in you, we're standing in you. That there might be storms, there might be winds, there might be all kinds of things that try and take us out or try to overcome. But in you, Father, our confidence is sure and certain. Maybe if you have a business, maybe just surrender that to him right now if you haven't already. Maybe there are challenges around your business and your company with customers or clients or new business and contracts and various things. Maybe now just present your business before him and say, Father, this is not my business, this is yours. Because everything that I have belongs to you. Everything that I am is yours. And so, Father, I just surrender what belongs to you back to you in a fresh way. This business, this company, this organisation, and I bring it under your Lordship. Father, I don't want to lead this business in my own strength or effort this year. I thank you for the giftings and the abilities that you've put in my life, the entrepreneurial giftings, leadership skills, and, and, and all the other aspects of what it means to lead and develop a business. Father, I just submit and bring all of that to you afresh right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would breathe upon my life in leading a business or lead upon, breathe upon this business in a fresh way. That this business would be such an example of a blessed 
business and company this year. Thank you for new contracts and customers and clients and even against the trends of all the things being spoken about out there every day about, about the economy, about businesses, about this, that and the other. Father, in the midst of that, thank you for your supernatural activity in this kingdom business. Father, I just thank you that you lead every person that has their own business, that you lead them step by step in these days. Those that they employ will be blessed this year. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Let's just bring family and friends, neighbours, those that we love that don't yet know Jesus. That this year be a year of, of redemption in their lives, a year of them coming to know Jesus, a year where lives are turned around, a year where families are healed and restored. Let's believe right at the outset of 2021, that this is a year of salvation, a year where maybe it seems impossible in our eyes, but yet all things are possible with, with God. So let's just bring family members, friends that don't know Jesus. Father, we just bring our, our friends, our family before you. It could be your parents, could be your children, could be aunts and uncles, could be nieces, nephews, could be grandparents, could be grandchildren could be your wider household, your, your neighbours, those that you live around. It could be a work colleague, could be a friend you've known for many, many years that still hasn't seemed to have surrendered their lives. And you're like, Father, I'm desperate to see this friend of mine come to know you. Let's bring them all before the Lord right now. Father, we, we just bring our family members. We bring our friends before you. And Father, we lift them before you right now for 2021 to be their year of salvation, their year of coming to know you, their year of breakthrough in their lives. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name. Father, we want to just bring them before you like we're bringing ourselves and everything else before you. At the first part of this year, we want to give you the first of our lives. We want to give you the fat of our lives. We want to give you the best of our lives. We want to give you the first of everything in our lives this year. So that as we give you the first of who we are, the rest then is blessed. We don't want to give you the scraps. We don't want to give you the second best. We want to give you the first fruits, the first of everything this year, the first of our lives, the first of our time, the first of our energy, the first of, of our giftings, the first in, in our relationship, in everything, the first, the first in our finances, the first in our possessions, the first in our homes, everything to be used, Father, for you, for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe present your body to Him right now. 
because you've been called as a child of God. And a child of God is holy because God is holy. And the Word says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. So Father, we present our bodies to you. Some of you, as you present your body to him this morning, his healing power is coming upon you physically. Let's, let's have a year of miracles this year, shall we? Let's have a year of just supernatural release. Let's, let's just believe God for the, the normally what would be the unbelievable. Let's believe God for the supernatural right from the word go. And as you present your body to Him, His healing power comes upon you. There's lung conditions that a number of people have. It's got absolutely nothing to do with COVID or anything like that, but there's some lung conditions that some people have in different ways. And as you present your body to Him, His healing power comes upon you, comes into you, dealing with those respiratory issues, dealing with those restrictions that are there. Father, I thank you. You breathe by your Spirit into people's lungs, into their respiratory systems. I thank you. You bring order. You bring healing. I thank you, Father. There's some... Um, uh, uh, conditions that are being healed where you react to certain things in your breathing and, and God's healing you. So you're not going to have those reactions this year. You're not going to have those restrictions this year. You're not going to have those conditions any longer. Father, I thank you for your healing power in people's bodies. Let's continue just to present our bodies to Him as living sacrifices to be used for His purposes, to be a blessing, to give and to love and to serve people this year. There's other conditions that God is just dealing with in our bodies as we present them to Him right now at the beginning of this year. I just have this phrase, fractured emotions. And I don't know if somebody's actually used that phrase to describe what's going on in you at the moment. But I just had this phrase, fractured emotions. It's like somebody's really been broken. And a few moments ago when I, when I said, let's present our bodies to the Lord, you, you, you said in your heart, Father, it's not my body. It's, it's me. There's something more. I just feel so broken. And you know the reasons for that. And I, I just believe as you, in, right in your room right now, you present yourself to Him. You just sit there before Him. Maybe you can just open your arms out before Him. Open as if you're saying, Father, I open my life up to you right now. I reach out to you by faith now to take hold of you. And I believe as you're doing that, the Holy Spirit is breathing into you. There's so much stuff at the moment about, you know, things always take time and time and time and all this stuff. And, and it's like, it's like there's an undermining of faith that in a moment God can do a miracle and God can heal. There's so much that says, well, that's going to take so much time because of this and that and the other. I believe God wants us to believe for things to happen right now in the moment. 
And in the natural, it might look like it would take a long time to heal fractured emotions. But yet by the Spirit, you know, God can do that in a moment. And so I just speak to you right now, whoever that person is, just be healed, be healed, be healed. Father, I thank you for a supernatural recalibrating, reorganizing in somebody's being and their life right now. I thank you, Lord. Just be healed. Be restored in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. You minister right into that person's life. There's other physical things that God is doing in people's bodies, just alleviating you, relieving you from symptoms, from pain, from reoccurring conditions. This is, the, this is a time for the end of those reoccurring conditions that they're broken right now in Jesus' name. They end right now this morning in the name of Jesus at the beginning of 2021 that we don't carry, there's, there's some things we're not going to carry from 2020 into 2021. And, and some of these illnesses and sicknesses, we're not going to carry those into this, this year and have to live with them and try and work with them. No, no, they come to an end right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We command sicknesses, we command repetitive illnesses, we command these infirmities right now to stop and to cease in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are right now in your home, in your living room, be healed right now. Receive your healing. Take a hold of what is yours. Do not settle for anything less than God's best. Don't settle for anything less than what He is releasing and giving to you right now in your body, in your being, for your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe some of you just need to lift your hands in your home as a, as a response to say, Father, I thank you for your healing grace in my body right now. I, I, I reach out to you and take hold of that, your healing power and grace. I take hold of what you have already won for me. And I take a hold of that in my body. I take a hold of that for my mind. I take a hold of that in my emotions. I take a hold of that in my whole being right now. That the beginning of this year, I choose to stand up in who I am as a child of God. I choose to stand up in who I am right now as a, as a child of God in Christ Jesus. I choose to take a hold of you today, this morning. Father, I thank you for your presence, your tangible presence in every home right now, in every life right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Those who wait upon the Lord, their strength is renewed. Those who wait upon the Lord, 
they fly like eagles, they have wings like eagles, they're able to soar, those who wait upon the Lord. We don't want to be in a rush this year, just rushing from this to that to the other, trying to do this, trying to do that. No, we want to wait upon the Lord. Waiting doesn't mean passivity. Waiting on the Lord says, Father, I want to walk and live at your pace. To wait upon the Lord says, Jesus, I put my trust in you. To wait upon the Lord is to be in His presence, worshipping. Father, I just want to wait on You, to worship You, to give You space that You can fill. To wait upon Him is to abide in Him. It's to drink of Him. It's to eat of Him. It's to allow Him to fill you, it's to allow Him to saturate you, it's to allow Him to be the peace that He is in you. Jeremiah 6, 16 says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. Ask for the ancient paths. Maybe the word ancient is not a, a popular word these days. Maybe it's because it's seen as old, out of date, stagnant, not relevant or something ancient, well, that's kind of, yeah, we're, we're, we're modern, we're progressive, we're cutting edge and all of that. And But yet the Word points us to the ancient of days because He never changes and He is everlasting. And the word here says, ask for the ancient paths as you stand at the crossroads and look. As believers, we look forward. And when we look, the word says, ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. So God's ancient paths or how we walk forward. In Jeremiah, the context that he's speaking in here is not looking back with remembrance. What he's saying is, no, in order to look forward in your life, to move forward in your life, you can only do that according to the ancient paths because the ancient paths are everlasting. And in that walk of the ancient paths of who God is, you will find rest for your souls.
And I believe this year is going to be a year of walking in God's ancient paths. What's at the heart of these ancient paths? That we delight, as the word says in Psalms 1, we delight in the law of the Lord. And the word law there means his word and his ways. That the psalmist there says, I choose to delight in your word and in your ways. And we live in a, a society and a culture where to speak about ancient things is not overly popular. In a progressive, constantly changing culture where much is being done to try and redefine all kinds of things, redefine truth, redefine beliefs, redefine marriage, redefine gender and sexuality, redefine freedom of speech and expression and all of these things that are going on at this time to try and shift the balance of power in what's going on, to silence even the voice of God or the truth of the gospel or the authority of God's word. God points us back in order to go forward. Look for the ancient paths, look for my ways, live according to my word. Because that will show you the path, it will give you the line to walk forward in. And I believe there's something that God wants us to live in, in an increasing way this year and this is one of his ancient paths New Year's Day was a, was a Friday a couple of days ago and New Year's Day a Friday was a Sabbath it was Shabbat And I believe it was, it was fitting that 2021 started with, with a Friday, with a Sabbath. Now there's a number of meanings to that for us as believers. We know in the in Genesis, after six days of creating, the seventh day God rested and he called that day Sabbath. Sabbath means rested, to rest, Shabbat. And on the seventh day he rested and he said, but he made that day holy. So there's a day, there's a time, there's a space 
in our weekly schedule, in our rhythm, in our life. Something practical. Where we give space, where we don't fill it with all sorts of other things, but we're giving space and time for God to come and fill. But that's in the context of what the New Testament calls the Sabbath rest. And the Sabbath rest is what happens when we are born again and we're brought into Christ, where we rest from our own efforts. We stop living according to the flesh. We're not trying to live life in our own strength and efforts in a soulish way. But when we enter that Sabbath rest that is talked about in Hebrews chapter three and four, we enter into who we are in Christ. So we cease to live in our own efforts and now we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to live according to the Holy Spirit in our lives. So we live in this Sabbath rest, who we are in Christ. We live that 24-7 relationship with God. But we also have a, a daily life that we live. And God has built into that daily rhythm of life, space and time, called the Sabbath. Runs through the Old Testament from creation all the way through, actually right to the end of Revelation. Where we give space and time, say, Father, this time belongs to you. We get around the table, we have communion, we pray. We spend time together, family or with friends. We, we rest from all the stuff of life and give space. You know, statistically, people who keep a Sabbath, they have a day of rest once a week. They, they statistically live seven to 10 years longer than other people. There's something that God has built in to our rhythm. Why, why is Sabbath important? Because it's, it means trust. I'm not going at it seven days a week. I'm not going at life constantly all the time, but actually I want to live in that Sabbath rest because of who I am in Christ, but also I want to live from a place of rest so that my life, my week doesn't finish with a day off, but my week starts from a place of rest in God, a place of trust in God so that I live in Christ day by day, moment by moment, in Him, in a place of rest and trust. One of the things with the prayer and fasting in these next few weeks, starting next Sunday, we've built in on the Friday evenings is, is round the table, just to help cultivate space and time where everything else stops, we put our phones away, everything else is on hold. 
we spend time communion and breaking bread and eating together, sharing together, praying together, being together, making space, worshiping, allowing God to speak and move, praying for one another, cultivating habitation in our homes. I believe God wants to set some things in place in our lives, not a religious activity, but space and time through 2021, that we're cultivating that. And this three weeks of prayer and fasting, to fast is to cease from one activity, to give time to another. To make space for God. And instead of our preparation and cooking and all of that kind of time, we're giving that space, say, Father, I want to be with you. That time and space, I don't want to feed myself physically, but I want to feed on you spiritually, to hear your voice in a fresh way, to see things more clearly, to allow you to do whatever you want to do, to freshly consecrate my life at the beginning of 2021 and set my, my face and my heart and my mind and everything that I am towards you for this year. Father, this year I don't just want to be somebody that hears your word and goes, yeah, brilliant, great, loved it. But Father, I want to be somebody who lives your word this year. And by living your word this year, the fruit of that would not only be my life being changed, but others' lives around me being changed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just want to encourage you during this week. Just to <clears throat> just prepare your heart and your life for the 21 days we're going to have together. Just be listening to the Lord this week, seeing what he, He's saying to you about fasting, what, what that looks like in terms of food for you. He may speak to you about some other things to, to fast from during those 21 days. Could be social media related. Could be certain things you spend your time doing. That he might say, I just want you to pause that for 21 days and. Maybe that's part of your time with Him. Instead of spending time doing certain other things, instead you spend your time with Him.
or maybe you invest that time in a different way. Maybe instead of spending quite a bit of time on social media doing different things, maybe there's some things where, where you might read, yes, the word, but you might, there might be some books that you read, some things that you just give space and time for. Just be listening to the Holy Spirit so that we really fully give ourselves during these 21 days of prayer and fasting to create that space for God to fill in us each individually, but also together as a body, as a church. And both Jane and I next Sunday, uh, on our Vision Sunday, uh, are gonna be sharing what we believe God is speaking about this year and, and what we believe this year is gonna look like. And we wanna share some things and I believe really important what we're gonna share, because that's gonna help to give clarity to some things God has been saying and doing and what that means for us going forward, what that looks like in the days ahead. I believe that God is releasing His Spirit in a fresh way in 2021, that we're gonna see an increasing move of the Spirit, not only in our own church, but across this nation. Anybody say amen to that? But I believe there's gonna be a grassroots move of the Spirit. As God moves in the church in this nation in a fresh way, a grassroots move of the Spirit that rises and rises and rises and it's gonna become like a surge of believers in this nation that can't keep quiet about their faith, can't keep quiet with the gospel, can't keep quiet about seeing God move and work and heal and deliver and set free. Something that rises up in the believers from a grassroots kind of way by the Spirit that just releases something so powerful in our nation. For those of you that have seen that series, The Chosen, and they're, they're, they're making a second series at the moment about the life of Jesus, there's one particular, well, because of what Jesus was doing and the way He was, it was not what they were expecting the Messiah to be like. They were expecting Him to come and overthrow the Romans and do this, that and the other. But He came and lives were being healed and transformed and the things He said and what He did and how He treated people and all of that. And there was a moment where, where Peter, uh, just had to get over the fact that Jesus was allowing Matthew, the tax collector, and was calling him to be one of his disciples. And, 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 the, and the, 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 the tension there was between tax collectors and people and all of that. And Peter couldn't get his head around the fact that Jesus was calling Matthew. And, and, uh, and, and Peter was saying to Jesus, what are you doing? What, what, why are you calling this guy? Why are you calling him? And, and, um, and Jesus turned round to Peter And he said, you're going to have to get used to different. And I believe we need to embrace God doing what He wants to do the way He wants to do it this year without us putting shackles on that, restrictions on that, or our own framework around it. 
I believe we need to say, Father, I want to embrace different this year. I want to embrace the way you want to work and move. And whatever that's going to mean. I want to get used to different. So Holy Spirit, I thank you that you grace us as a people to hear from you, to respond to you, to move with you, to flow with you in every aspect of our lives, individually and together as a church. And Father, I pray that this year would be a year of salvation. People watching this morning, I know I haven't particularly looked at the camera or engaged in that way. It's been more of a kind of praying and sharing and flowing and responding kind of morning. But if you, if you don't know Jesus this morning and you connected in, maybe this is the first time and you're like, wow, this is a little bit different. The worship was like, wow, it was brilliant, amazing. But the guy sitting there with his eyes shut all the time, that was a bit different. What's all that about? Well, even in the midst of what God's been doing this morning, I believe he's been speaking to you into your heart. And even if you don't know him at this moment, there's something going on in you right now that is like, there's something real about all this stuff. During the music, the worship, you kind of sense this is real, something of the presence of God as we call it. Tangible, he's real because he's alive. And maybe there's a first step you want to take today and responding to him saying, Jesus, I want to take a first step towards you to respond to you. So I want to surrender my life. Like, like the guy was talking about a few minutes ago at the beginning, praying with everybody and asking everybody to bring their lives, present their lives. God, I want to present my life to you. Not, uh, I want to present my life to you so that I can give my life to you. Maybe if that's where you're at this morning, maybe simply just say, God, I present myself to you now. I give you myself right now. And I give you all the stuff that I've done wrong. The Bible calls that sin. I give you all the sin, all the stuff that I've done that is wrong, that has separated me from you. Father, I, God, I give you that. I ask you to forgive me. And I thank you that as you forgive me right now, I give you my life. And I thank you as I give you my life, you give me yours this morning. Come and live in me today. I want to know you, God. Father, I just pray for anybody who's in that moment with you now, that you would come and meet with them, reveal who you are and come into their life today. And if that is you today, please get in touch with us at info at kingdomfaith.com and we'll get in touch with you because we want to help you connect with God, begin a relationship with Him and how you can move forward in Him. Father, I just pray for all of us right now this week as we begin 2021, that you'd grace us to be who you've called us to be. Grace us to live in the way you want us to live. Father, I ask you to prepare our lives and our hearts for the prayer and fasting starting next Sunday, for all you want to say about this year and then how we launch into that next three weeks. Prepare our hearts and get us ready, Father. We thank you, Lord. We praise your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, I know it's been a slightly different morning, but happy new year to all of you. Trust that you did have some time to rest over Christmas. 
I know that the Christmas with our family was shrunk down into one day, which probably limited a lot of movement and everything. But I just trust that you have had a restful, peaceful time. And uh, I know we're, we're in tier four, which is pretty much lockdown really uh, at this time. But even in lockdown, even in tier four, God can still work and move by his spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.